What is up, friends? It is a new week, and that means we have a new episode of Faith Fitness Joy. Join me today for episode 89 as I welcome special guest Leanne Hardesty, your skin sister. She will be talking to us about how you can improve your skin through nutrition. So if this sounds like something you're interested in, then you're going to want to join me in today's episode, episode 89 of Faith Fitness Joy, as we talk all things skin. This is Faith Fitness Joy, and my name is Rochelle Renee. Are you struggling to lose weight, love yourself, and reconnect to who you truly are? Do you wish for more energy and happiness? And do you seek a deeper connection to God, or maybe to grow spiritually? As a single mom working in a demanding full-time job, I felt exactly like this. I struggled with anxiety, depression, and I was in adrenal burnout. I felt like a shell of myself. I was working over 60 hours a week. I was stressed out and spread too thin. I was overweight and I struggled with body dysmorphia. I knew I had to do something really fast so that I could be a better version of me for my kids. Fortunately, I found the way back to myself. I regained my health, I lost weight, I transformed my mindset, and I found healing. Now, my mission is to help other high-performing moms accomplish the same. Faith Fitness Joy is all about achieving health of the mind, body, and soul. If you're ready to lose weight or get fit, improve your nutrition, and step into the happiest, healthiest, highest version of yourself, then Faith Fitness Joy is the podcast for you. Facebook. Um, otherwise, welcome to episode 89 of Faith Fitness Joy. My name is Rochelle Renee, and I am very excited to welcome a special guest to today's episode, Leanne Hardesty. Um, Leanne is going to um, share with us about improving your skin through nutrition. Um, so really excited to dive into this topic today and learn more about you, Leanne. Leanne, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I really appreciate you bringing me on. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm excited to have you here and um, really interested in hearing more about um, your story around this. So, uh, so Leanne has a, a at least a, in my perspective, a unique kind of entry into the health and wellness world, um, coming at it from looking to improve your skin, right, and wanting to find ways to to improve some of what you were encountering with your skin. Um, and found your way into the health and wellness space. And now you're um, also doing health coaching as a result of your kind of story there. Uh, so I just wondered if you could tell us a little bit about that um, and how you sort of found health and wellness through seeking to improve your skin. Yeah, absolutely. So I was in the corporate world for 22 years. So high stress, high pace. I actually just resigned from that last year when I had my little girl um, but for years I had wanted to get into the health coaching and health and wellness because like you said I struggled for nearly two decades it's hard to believe that it was so long but nearly 20 years with acne which really shattered my confidence and, and self-image and I was always thinking I was Miss Healthy if you ask any of my friends or family I was always into what diet I was on, working out all the time with personal trainers and thought I managed stress well, all of those sorts of things and I, I really didn't. And for all those years I was treating symptoms. So I was obsessed by buying 
herbs and um, things to put on creams and lotions and all sorts of potions and all of those sorts of things and just treat it the symptom but I did not know that at the time and at one point I it was actually a real turning point I got divorced and I was going to be on the dating scene again after like 15 years and that hit home really hard and I thought I am not going to go out on dates again feeling really embarrassed and paranoid that people are just looking at my skin mm-hmm. and I had I was an executive in the corporate world so I had teams globally I had all employee meetings where I'm standing up presenting to people lot, mm-hmm. hundreds of people large audiences and in many of those times I was always just really paranoid about my skin when I was up in front of people whenever I should have been absorbed in the moment and not thinking about things like that and another point came where I actually got recognized by Fortune magazine as a key business innovator and instead of that being this most amazing experience all I worried about was they were flying in photographers to Northern Mm -hmm. Ireland which is is where I was originally from you can probably tell by the accent and what was I going to look like so I was letting my skin really influence my life so at that point I said I'm, I'm not doing this anymore I've been to so many doctors and I just kept getting birth control antibiotics mm. Roaccutane like a really harsh drug all those things that I didn't even know birth control those things that I didn't know were going to make things worse in the long run mm. so I started a huge amount of personal research and look started really delving into diet and lifestyle changes and I was just I would have done anything at that point because I just felt I looked terrible so I started changing my diet, tweaks to my lifestyle, and ultimately then I became a certified health coach in 2020. Uh, because once I cleared my skin, I couldn't believe it. I It took me about 12 weeks, and I thought, I struggled with this for 20 years, and I've made changes to my diet, tweaks to my lifestyle, and I cleared my skin in 12 weeks and kept it clear. So then informally, I was helping lots of other people who had issues and were um trying to overcome them and I was telling them my story and what I did and try this try this so then officially then last year I launched your skin sister because I've been helping people for years um informally so then last year I decided well for two main reasons I love it I literally if I see people with acne or other skin issues I want to go up and say to them look you don't need to struggle with this um, but the other reason was I was working in corporate and I was seeing my daughter an hour a day. Mm. So I wanted the flexibility. So that gave me the final push to go because I was very comfortable in my lifestyle and my earnings and all of that. So that was going to be a big deal to give it up. So that was my final push where I barely saw her. Yeah. And I formally launched Your Skin Sister last year, last June. Okay. And that's where I have then been. I've created programs to really show people step by step that they're they can be in control of their skin through, like you well know, through through your diet. Mm-hmm. So that is um, that to me that's very incredible. That so you said that you had been struggling with acne for like twenty plus years, and then in. <laughs> In 12 weeks, you transformed your skin. So that's amazing. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about like what that looked like? How did you kind of discover how to do that? I imagine it was, and correct me if I'm wrong, it was maybe a combination of like the managing the stress and also the diet. But 
What did you yes. kind of uncover that helped you to finally make that change? So I literally dived in. I'm an all or nothing person as it is, but I dived in. So I have been reading, just researching on my own various books and journals and white papers and just internet and anything I could get my hands on. And it was highlighting key food groups that could trigger acne, particularly things with inflammatory oils, uh, foods high in GI, like refined carbs, high sugar, things like that that's going to really spike your insulin levels and just disrupt your blood sugar levels. Mm. Um, so I really did what would essentially be like an elimination diet because I was doing this on my own at this point because I'd given up and gone to anyone because all I got was creams and stuff that just didn't work. Mm. So I did, I just followed what I had read. I did an elimination diet of sorts, which I just concocted myself where I stripped things were right back and I was really, really strict. And then my, my skin started to clear and clear. And then I started to tweak some lifestyle factors. So I was always pushing myself, do more, do more, never said no to anything. So I started then reading a lot about the stress connection with our skin, mm -hmm. because when we're under stress, we're essentially in fight or flight mode. Our body, the adrenal glands are producing uh, cortisol, which is the stress hormone, um, which then ultimately leads to the overproduction of oil and sebum, which leads to acne, as well as various other, other things in the body. So I then took a hard look at my life, the stress I was under. I was working really long days. I was traveling. I was in China a week, a month, all of those sorts of things, which then that stress then led on to sleep and the importance of good quality sleep uh, mm. on your skin. And when I say skin, a lot of these things, once I cleared my skin, I improved so much else where my di my digestion was better. My hormones were stabilized. There, there was a repercussion of I had so much more energy. My moods were better. And a lot of that was linked to my diet and some lifestyle factors, even things like the products we use on our skin or we use to clean our home are toxic in some cases. And that those toxins can mimic estrogens, a wow. sex hormone, which yeah. then throws our hormones off balance. So even small tweaks like, so I made a big change in my diet initially and then I'll, I'll tell you how I brought that back because today I, I'm not strict like that um but I was very strict with my diet initially to get my skin clear then I started to make tweaks with stress like I, I started to meditate even for a few minutes every day and people had told me about meditation for years and I just thought oh, I have no time for that <laughs> but even things like that really helped me overcome some of the stress then I started looking at things like chemicals toxins in my environment which were throwing my hormones further off balance and I had I had no clue about that before so it was all these pieces that started to come together um because in my mind it is that holistic approach for years I had looked at creams like I said but then I'd also gone for supplements but I was doing all of those in isolation and it was only when I pulled it all together that things really started to change and I was really cleaning up my diet and lifestyle. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but like I said, I am by no means strict like that anymore. I did that to see, because at that point I, I didn't know. So I just wanted to cut these food groups out to see what was my trigger. Then I started to reintroduce foods to find out what my triggers were. Mm. Um, which then 
was difficult then but now I'm delighted because now I feel that I'm in control of my skin and I know what triggers are for me because everyone is very unique and that was one of the key things we did in the health coaching certification was learn about what they refer to as bioindividuality because everyone's unique and particularly with skin and hormones it's it's very complex so what triggers one person might not trigger the other and that's where through my own story and all my trial and error and then working with people informally and now very formally within my business over the past um, eight or ten months Mm -hmm. I've been really able then to develop and narrow down a step-by-step guide to help people get to their root cause because otherwise you just feel out of control that's that's how I felt if events were coming up like weddings or I was going to do a big presentation or I was going to a beach vacation all I thought about was is my skin gonna look terrible yeah yeah and that that was just no way to live yeah that's, uh, I mean, I, I can appreciate that all, um, mine wasn't so much around that as like the body, body image issues is kind of what led me into where, you know, my own path, but understand that like just distraction and how it steals so much of your, your joy and, and just being able to like, you know, participate fully and be present because you're kind of like preoccupied with, with that. Um, so you also, um, so you mentioned doing like an elimination diet and um, I'm curious kind of how, um, how you discuss, like, did you, cause I do have another question, but before we jump to that, I wanted to um, get a little more insight. Like, did you do like a, t- like a, I- I've done one where you send in, I think you send in like hair and then they give you like a list of things you're like reacting to. So was it like that? Or did you just kind of like start with what you were finding out in research was, uh, inflammatory. Originally, originally, I just read a load of books and white papers and journals and blogs and things like that and um, did it myself. Mm-hmm. And that's why it was it was difficult at that time. And I wasn't I, my my diet during that 12 weeks was pretty limited. Um, but I since then reintroduced food so then I can understand my my trigger sorry what was the second part of the question um I guess I was just wondering how you uh, you kind of answered it you were I was wondering how you did the elimination diet because um I had done like a a food test in the past oh yeah the sensitivities that was yeah yeah so later years I did the food sensitivity test which um even though I hadn't taken dairy which is one of my key triggers for over 10 years I actually did a sensitivity test with one of my clients. They were doing it, and I said, let's do it together. We'll work through our results. And even though I had not had dairy, well, very limited. I might have the old slice of pizza with my husband or, you know, some dessert that's in there from a restaurant that's in there, I'll I'll have it occasionally. But even though I pretty much not had a lot of dairy in that 10-year period, that still came up to my top sensitivity. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, apart from that, I just had a bit of a tail of smaller things. Whereas I've seen other people in those sensitivity tests that um, have quite a few of the bigger hitters mm-hmm. and a smaller tail, if you like, of, of some smaller things. I think those sensitivity tests are good initially because they might pinpoint something like it did for me with dairy. 
my worry with them is that it makes people paranoid. Yeah. That then they see all these and then all these foods listed and think, oh, I can't touch those. Like I said, I had dairy, maybe one other, and then a huge tail of other smaller things with a big list. And my worry is people look at those and they don't, then they think I need to cut all of these foods and then they get paranoid and then they get stressed and then they get into a vicious, vicious circle. Yeah. But I, I do think they have a, a place in that they might identify some big gaps if if you read them right. And actually the, the company that I used was very good. They held Zoom calls and you could dial in and you could ask questions, which was very nice and it was all included in the cost. Oh, that is cool. The one, I didn't have that with the option I went, but I completely agree. Like it can quickly turn into just like with any other kind of dieting type of thing, it beca- it can quickly become like an obsession where in hindsight, um, I found, and I actually, I did one and then I think it was like maybe eight months later I took it again and I had different sensitivities. There were certain things like dairy came up on both of them for me, but, um, right. the other ones had changed. So I think that's kind of a takeaway is like it could change. Um, and it's more of like, showing you what your body might be reacting to at a given point in time, but like with changing it out and, and also kind of like how often are you eating these things and that kind of thing. Um, as opposed to like avoiding it, like, you know, religiously or overly strictly can be kind of the opposite of, um, it's not necessarily helpful, I guess. Um, it's more to kind of give you a sense of what your body might need a little bit might struggle more with responding to or processing. Yeah, I think they're going to sort of used right. Yeah. And it's not, uh, oh, I need to cut all of these things, and then your life's just miserable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I'm big on that, too, is, like, it, um, just things being manageable and, you know, to where you're not, you know, freaking out if you're eating a certain something um, on occasion mm-hmm. and that kind of a thing. Because it is, like, to have something be sustainable in the long term I think it needs to be like realistic and practical um which kind of leads me to the next question to get an idea of so I know it sounds like it was sort somewhat evolving for you in the sense of like you started with really focusing in on um trying to identify what might be causing some of the skin issues and then that led to other things um that you were integrating um but what would you say your kind of day-to-day looks like now like can you give us a sense of day-to-day how you do this and is it something that people can integrate into their routine easily um, just to get an idea of what you do now and how it looks yeah so at the moment I always tell everyone I'm sort of like 78-80% of the time pretty healthy and then 20-30% I would have all the treats because I love I'm obsessed by bread I absolutely love bread I really like wine I love chocolate so I still have all of those treats and I've kept my skin clear for years right through pregnancy, IVF, miscarriages, all, all those life changes by keeping my diet pretty balanced. Sometimes I don't, we were in Mexico there the first week of January, it was all inclusive and so I just ate what I want and years ago I wouldn't have done that because I would have been so paranoid and like I said it made things miserable mm-hmm. and made me more stressed. But now I know that, okay, I'm going to eat it. I'll see how my skin does. Sometimes it doesn't react. Sometimes it does. But then I always know, well, I'll be able to get that back in control really quickly because I'll get back to my 
healthy eating. So what I would do pretty much during the week is if I'm at home and I'm in control of what I'm going to make and what I'm going to eat, I would opt for whole foods. So if it's for one ingredient. So years ago, I would have grabbed protein bars and it was all of, I was personal trainers all the time. And it would have been protein bars, protein shakes. And I didn't realize at that time dairy was a trigger for me and my acne because growth, uh, dairy is essentially a growth hormone. So I was taking uh, whey protein powder all the time, multiple times a day, those protein shakes. I was taking protein bars, thinking that was a good healthy snack. And they were, even though when I look back, the ones I took, because this was many years ago, were loaded with sugar mm. or sweeteners that were hidden that I didn't know at that time were sugars and full of whey protein powder, which again is ultimately milk, cow's milk based. So I would always opt for whole foods at home when I can. So instead of a bar or a, a cereal bar or sugary cereal, I would have eggs or I would make myself a smoothie or I would make oats. And instead of going and buying prepackaged oats, I would buy oats and I would make up myself with coconut milk, add a little raw honey, things like that, add berries. I would, instead of um, grabbing a bar of chocolate, I would get um, piece of fruit or instead of uh, chips or as we call them in Northern Ireland crisps I would take like a handful of raw nuts um, oh. so I would where I can I'm in control at home I would opt for whole foods foods that have one ingredient mm -hmm. I would then try to balance my food because that's where a lot of cravings comes from you know if you go and eat a big bowl of starchy pasta and then you're craving sugar in an hour so I would, I eat a lot of things like quinoa that I would make up with bone broth. Mm -hmm. So you could get a lot of the goodness absorbed into the quinoa. You're getting protein from that. So I would make sure on my plate and I would even buy a lot of like, um, like lentil based or um, vegetable pastas, things like that. So that I have a brown rice pasta, quinoa pastas. So I, or sweet potatoes. So that I would have a carb, a whole grain carb, mm -hmm. even like millet or buckwheat or something like that, oats. A whole grain carb, lots of fruits and vegetables and lean meats. And then I would, um, I love chocolate and I, I eat chocolate every day. I And I'm always honest about that. But instead of milk or white chocolate, which I used to eat every day, I would have dark chocolate, like a higher cacao content, like 80% mm. plus, 75, 80% plus. Yeah. And I got used to that now and feel that those few squares then satisfy what I want if I'm going to have a cup of something with with that um and then I would I drink a lot of like I've got my water all the time and yeah herbal teas I'm I think I'm obsessed by herbal teas mm -hmm. and there's a lot of those that contain antioxidants or very anti-inflammatory like green tea lemon balm teas raspberry teas like that are are really good for hydration overall but really good for your skin but yeah. I think the key thing over the past five seven years or so that I have let that paranoia go and know that I'm in control if I have if I go out to eat I'm not going to go and ask the waiter what's all the ingredients and can oh can I have that with this on the side and I just go and enjoy it because I felt when I did that my skin was worse Mm -hmm. And when I was so strict, my skin was worse. 
Um, and I can always look back to times in my life, even particularly with a personal trainer, that's when my skin was worse because I was putting so much pressure on myself and my diet was so strict. Yeah. That it, it was just showing up in all aspects of my life. But I would, like I said, where where I can make things myself, I will. But I have a young child. I have a growing business. I've got two stepsons. So I'm always on the lookout for um, packaged foods that are better than some others. So there's some brands like Simple Mills, for example, that do cookies and crackers mm-hmm. and things like that, that I would grab just for all the family because they're less ingredients. That would be one thing. If I buy packaged foods, I would always opt for as few ingredients as possible. Yeah. So I make my own, I make my own bread. But when I don't have that and I just go to the grocery store and buy some, there's a bread I buy that's only got five ingredients, four or five ingredients. So I'll always look for that and always check for the sugar content in any of those processed and packaged foods. But I'm a, my husband would tell you I'm super healthy because he's on the other end of the spectrum. We're trying to get him around. But to me, I feel like I'm very relaxed compared to what I was and my skin hasn't been better since I've, I've been that more relaxed about it. Yeah, that's awesome. So it sounds like kind of, you know, along the way you've found that sweet spot and the balance of, you know, being able to kind of be relaxed and have more of a, a relaxed approach with eating, but knowing the kinds of things to stick with and ways to make it doable. Um, and I talk about that a lot on the podcast too, is like, you know, just different ways to eat um, kind of the way you're describing, but having it be, um, you know, things that you can integrate in day to day and even incorporate for the family. I mean, my kids don't really know the difference with a lot of things. Um, Cause I'll use, you know, similar types of pastas and things like that you were describing um, and there's there's a lot of ways to um, still have a lot of the things that we kind of love and grow up with and kind of the comfort foods types of things that you can, it's just a matter of altering the way you prepare them and the types of ingredients that you're using. Um, I, I guess the only thing is that you do have to be, I've found that, you know, you kind of have to prepare more of your own food, which is, I don't mind doing, but um, at least that way you're um, kind of mitigating getting a lot of that extra stuff or the unknown ingredients and all those things that end up kind of being inflammatory. Um, so yeah, exactly. I would batch cook or crock yeah. pot. I would like throw a whole chicken in and sweet potato and loads of eggs just really, cause I'm all a bit quick and easy. Yeah. I just don't have the time or I don't want to stand every day and cook. So we would make big batches of curry or chili and, try to batch cook that way rather than have yeah. to cook every day and clean it up, which I don't want to clean up every day either. <laughs> exactly. I, I am impressed that you make your own bread. I'd be really curious to get your recipe sometime because that is something I've been wanting to do more is uh, make more of my own breads because it, it's hard to find any that, like you said, don't have as many ingredients and that you can get a good fiber content and that kind of thing. Um. So I wanted to shift gears a little bit and learn, because you mentioned um, at the beginning that you have a bunch of different programs and services that you have kind of designed around all of this. And I wanted to kind of just get an idea of what some of those are. Um, and maybe you could share with folks what you've got going on and um, some of the different things that you do to help people with this. 
Yeah, so um, I have two key programs at the moment. The first one is your skin sister, the skin sister society, essentially, which is a, really built that around me as the client. What would I have wanted all those years ago when I had to struggle on my own? And at that point, I was so embarrassed about it, I didn't talk to anyone about it, apart from the doctors I went to see. Um, so I really felt isolated, like it was a very lonely journey. Mm. So I built the Skin Sister Society around what did I need at that time? And that was really to build a community that people know others are suffering the same way, that they are going, they are going to get rid of it. And they can ask questions or other people are asking questions they may not th have thought of or hear people's wins and successes to keep them going. Yeah. Um, so I, I built that and every month I launch new content. So I record a video with my top tips. So every month is a different theme. I provide recipes like you mentioned, food swaps. So things like don't eat this chocolate, eat this one or um, not this ketchup, but what about this one or not this salad dressing, but this one. So food swaps that, so they can still enjoy what they like and not this bread, but this bread or the, all those types of food swaps mm -hmm. I put in there. And then I um, put um, bonus content in every month. So sometimes it might be a meditation for stress. It might be um, like Thanksgiving one was a gratitude journal and prompts of things like I would do. Um, it could be some apps for acne that you can go in there and you can check ingredients of foods or products or things like that. Just just tips and techniques. Um, and then I also include um, skin health. So once people get through and get their skin clear, well, then maybe they just it's dull because they've used really harsh acne products for years. So how do they get the shine back? How do they get the glow back? And I'll include some skin tips. So the Skin Sister Society is perfect for that, just a community um, for people to get top tips. And you can access that in a membership portal at any time of the month. Um, and then you get access to all the previous months. And then um, I just launched that actually in November of last year. And then the key, my signature program, I feel like, is Eat Your Way to Clear Skin. Mm. And it is... Um, Again, self-paced program, I have built it around my trial and error and what I've seen with clients and people I've worked with over the years. So in that, basically, I've done all the work for my clients so that they don't have to go through and read loads of literature like I did. So I got the top points there and then a step-by-step -step videos and guidebook that tells you, here's what you do in, in each of the areas. And I have it, um, diet, lifestyle, mind. Mm. So I've got the three sections and the key changes and in some cases it's only small tweaks to make and then how to reintroduce those back to find what your triggers are what your root causes are so that you can get a life where you're not restricting your diet or you're not restricting other areas of your life um, and then in that I give um, like two full recipe ebooks for all skin friendly recipes for desserts and snacks and things. So again, you don't feel like you're being deprived. I've got food trackers, I've got shopping lists, I've got um, like a health coaching daily journal, all sorts of resources in there. Mm -hmm. 
um, as well as then all the master classes that I've held since I started this. So really detailed programs and then the Eat Your Way to Clear Skin program, I then I come on to the portal, the membership portal monthly for Q&A. And then in between those times, they can come on to the private Facebook group with questions mm. because that was one of the biggest gaps I had. I didn't have anyone to ask the questions. Yeah. The community so I've sort of been in my way, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's amazing. It sounds so. That sounds like you've got a really a couple of really um, robust um, programs and services out there, um, and then you also have what sounds like a really great community um, and all of that kind of the the support part of it. That's so important, um, like you said, because it can be really challenging like when you're doing it on your own and you don't have anyone to ask and then you just kind of feel alone in it too. So that having that group that is on the same journey and having people to ask questions and just know that um, everyone's working towards similar goals. And like you said too, the other thing I love about those is when you, you know, people are sharing their wins and their successes, it kind of helps keep you going when you're having that moment of, you know, like, I don't know if I want to keep doing this. And then you hear someone you know, get really good yeah. results and that kind of keeps you going. So. Yeah, and a big part of the program is about self-image. So it's not just clear your skin and end because if you've ever read the book Psycho Cybernetics, it's an incredible book written by a cosmetic surgeon and he talks a lot about his clients where they maybe had some facial disfigurement or maybe it was minor where they, you know, had a bump in their nose that he corrected or maybe it was huge scarring. And he talks about lots of examples and don't quote me in the numbers, but I think it was something like 50, 50. So there is a portion of the people who, um, he, he fixed and they look incredible and they just turned their lives around. But then there was another batch of people where his clients and his patients who had that self image of the way they were before. And even when he corrected completely the, their issue, they still had that negative self-image and I had the same thing even when my skin was clear I worried it was going to break out all the time and I still felt like that person with acne that I was hiding behind my hair I was not going places I wasn't accepting invites like you said just not showing up and enjoying your own life yeah. so that's why I built a key piece of that pro because I know what it feels like mm-hmm. so even when when clients get their skin clear, I want them to have that support and to bolster their confidence and their self-image. Yeah. That their, their skin is not defining them. And But it's a, it's a really interesting read and it, it talks about a, a lot of different things and ultimately it talks about, you know, like visioneering. So envisioning yourself as that person and successful or whatever it is. Um, and it leads into a lot of the, that work that I think it was actually Bob Proctor recommended that book. Okay. Yeah. So, it, yeah. So, um, a huge piece of my program then is let's get your skin cleared. And then during that journey, we're going to work on your self image and your confidence and your self worth. Yeah. Um, I, you know, the mindset, that's a whole topic in itself, but, um, and I definitely want to check that book out. Um, but it's so important to integrate that in with all of these types of um, programs around other aspects of health and wellness. Um, 
I mean, I hear your, you know, with your uh, experience with the kind of the focus on the skin and all the different things that came with that. And for me, it was the same thing with the body image. At one point, um, I had, I, and I was very, I was like, I would say I was veering on like the unhealthy obsession side of things when I was in my 20s around it. And I had gotten to a point where I had lost so much weight that people were kind of like saying I was, you know, too, I had gone too far, I was too thin. But I couldn't see it because I didn't know about the mindset aspect of things. I hadn't learned any of that. And so it's almost for not in some ways to whether it's changing your skin through doing all of this or whether it's achieving this weight or this, you know, mm-hmm. size or whatever we think we need to be. If you haven't done the mindset work, if you haven't transformed the inner part of it, it it's not going to matter because your your perception is still you know, there, it's reflecting the older paradigm or whatever. So, um, I just think it's so important to have that be a key component of these programs. And I think it's great that you've also built that in, um, because it's a huge, you kind of have to have that happening along the way. Um, cause that's a big part of the transformation. Um, it's almost like the physical is almost kind of the end result in a way, because by the time that starts to manifest, you know, all this other stuff has happened behind the scenes in the mind, if you will. Um, ideally, anyway. Um, yeah, exactly. And with skin, a lot of people play it down or think, you know, it's only a few blemishes or, and they don't view it as, when you go through it yourself, you realize how you let it impact, well, how many of us like me let it impact our lives. Yeah. So, But if you haven't gone through it, you don't really understand that mental aspect of it and then people are like oh you're fine it's just a few spots but it, it does not feel that way right and it, it's, it's embarrassing as well so you don't want to talk about it right yeah totally um so the um so then on your programs and services uh so if people wanted to find out more about that where would they be able to find those? Um, and we can also include some links in the comments on the live here too, if people want to check oh, yeah, it out. Oh yeah, great. Yeah, they can go to, um, they can follow me at Your Skin Sister on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn, uh, or go to yourskinsister.com. Okay. And they will find all, every month I do a, web, a free webinar masterclass. So if anyone does want those, they can um, message me and I can give them access to those masterclasses and webinars. There's lots of top tips in there. Um, Or um, we can include the links for the Skin Sister Society and the Eat Your Way to Clear Skin program. And in fact, I probably should mention, I, because of my own personal journey, the clients I've been working with, I haven't asked many of them for photo testimonials I've got written testimonials and in fact just yesterday I I got some really great uh progress pictures from someone who volunteered them but because I don't think I would have wanted to give photographs I haven't actively asked people for them so it's only as I've got a handful of people who volunteered them so I did put an offer out last Friday where I've got five spots on my eat your way to clear skin program um, where at a significantly reduced rate, um, actually for $499, I, w- I wanted five people to come into the program to work through it 
and I was actually throwing in a bonus one-to-one. So as a progress throughout the journey, I would have a one-to-one for all of their questions for a photo before and after testimonial. I've got three of those filled up since Friday, so I've got two spots open. Wow. So if there's anyone, they could uh, DM me at Your Skin Sister on social media or email me at support at Your Skin Sister, and I would be delighted to have some people on board to run through this for testimonials because people do like to see the before and after pictures. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Um, so, um, to those listening, whether they catch this later on the podcast or if you're catching it live, um, it sounds like there's two spots left. So, um, get in there quickly to secure yours, um, for that incredible offer on the program. Um, so, all right, then we will also make sure we include all of the links. Um, so you can find Leanne and you can find these, uh, programs and get in on these offers, um, and start improving your skin as well. Um, so thank you so much, Leanne, for, uh, joining me today on the podcast and sharing your story and sharing, um, about, uh, just these, really great offers and things that you're doing to help people improve their overall health and wellness, but also their skin through their nutrition. I really appreciate you being here today. Thank you so much. I should have also mentioned that I um, certified as my health coaching in 2020, but I have been specializing in hormone health, which has just been fascinating. So I'm going to be sharing a lot more now that I'm nearly qualified um, on hormone health and the impact of that on skin and a lot of other things coming up on my social media. So there'll be a lot more top tips on that. Thank you so much for inviting me. I am loving watching your journey on social media as well. It's been incredible. So thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Well, that's awesome. Okay. So we'll stay tuned to learn more about what you have coming up um, with the hormone piece and um, maybe it would be great to have you back uh, to talk about that in the future when you get that, um, get more further down the tracks with that. So, um, all right. Well, thanks again. And thank you all for, um, joining us today on Faith Fitness Joy. Um, if you aren't already, make sure you like subscribe and follow so you can catch future episodes. Um, and we will include all the links here on the Facebook Um, the comments on the Facebook live, and then also in the episode description. So if you're catching this on the podcast, you can still get, um, all of the information that, um, how you can get in touch with Leanne and get in on these programs. So, um, thanks all for listening and I'll see you next time on Faith Fitness Joy. so much for joining Faith Fitness Joy today. I hope you found something helpful in today's episode. I would love to hear what you think. So please leave a comment and let me know what you found helpful or what you would like to learn more about in future episodes. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe. You can also connect with me on social media at Faith Fitness Joy on either Instagram or Facebook, or please join my private Faith Fitness Joy Facebook group where I offer lots of great information, masterclasses, and weekly channel guidance, and more. Check out my blog at www.faithfitnessjoy.com. This is Rochelle Weiss, wishing you health and happiness of mind, body, and soul.